I'll be honest, I did a lot of research, and I still couldn't find out why this movie was made. So, I made this up. In 2014, PureFlix wanted to prove that God wasn't dead. That was God's Not Dead. And this is Godfella! Saddle up with McGee and me As we head on an adventure in Odyssey We'll focus on the family with a veggie tale It's the greatest adventure with great detail Godfellas, Godfellas Meet it online for a small group time Godfellas, Godfellas Christian media gets a And welcome to Godfellas. I'm Mr. Zach. I'm Mr. Mitch. And I'm Mr. Brandon. Welcome to Godfellas, the small group that meets online. So this week, ladies and gentlemen, we will be talking about the Alpha I want to say culturally culturally defining God's Not Dead film. <laughs> That's the generous. Deeply disappointing. <laughs> hey, for a certain group of people, this was I remember when this movie came out and like other people were like, I know you're a big film guy. Let me tell you, best Christian movie I've ever seen. I was like, that's kind of a low bar. But people were like, <laughs> no, like, like y- y- you got to see it. I mean, it's oh, it-, it will blow you away. I was like, oh. Well, it made like a hundred mil or something and it kind of launched Pure Flix, So it- it's a yeah. big deal. It is. I mean, it has two sequels. <laughs> that's right. It's a trilogy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a trilogy. (laughs) But before we get into that, let's sing a song with Mitch. So uh, this movie deals with evolution. And this song by Jeff Moore in the distance is called Evolution Redefined. So this one goes out. (laughs) I don't want my name attached to this segment anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the lyrics are there in case you guys want to... uh, follow along i should point out i'm going to skip the opening monologue in this song and just get into the the meat so here we go oh man do your homework y'all and go check out that opening monologue get it there's monkey sounds get it I love the rockabilly style of the guitar. (laughs) The lyrics kind of have like that old school harmony kind of feel to me, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. What's the other day and I was doing this? Did you know this song before, Zach? Because I've never heard of this. (laughs) Like, tell me you weren't listening to this in your home growing up. (laughs) Therefore, Crow Magnum, man. 
Oh gosh, <laughs> Mitch, you asked if I had heard this, if I had heard yes. this before. No, um, Brandon once um, he what's the word that I'm looking? He chastised us because we didn't know who Jeff Moore in the distance was, and I said, "Well, if the guy co-wrote uh, the Great Adventure with Stephen Curtis Adventure. Chapman, he yeah. he must be pretty oh, good." This makes and I perfect <laughs> sense now. And it I all stumbled across this. Song. <laughs> I feel like I'm not super familiar with this song in particular, but yeah, that's Jeff Moore. All right, that's him. <laughs> So what what was the big Jeff Moore in the distance song? I got to be real honest. I wasn't a huge Jeff Moore fan, but he did have a an album titled Home Run that I remember being fairly popular with the youths in my day. And I think if I'm not mistaken, he did a little concert here in Dayton at one point, and I'm pretty sure I was there. So that that's like my exposure, though. Brandon, I've got to tell you, I knew you weren't a real Jeff Moore in the Distance fan because real fans like me, uh, we call ourselves marathoners, like marathoners. Uh, oh, I got because, it. Yeah, because the distance. Right. No explanation so, needed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> joke landed, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> oh my goodness! So th- this song is in because I remember there was like a whole point in in not. I think it was like it, it was even a precursor to youth group of like people telling us like evolution is a lie don't believe it don't believe like it was a huge thing in like the late 90s early 2000s yeah it it has that very much like i don't come from monkeys kind of like rhetoric (laughs) that was a big big talking point around the water cooler for so is this supposed to be edgy then saying i believe in evolution no i think he's doing a like i think the the arc of the song because i couldn't i'll be honest i couldn't be bothered to read the lyrics i just kind of listened and i was like well i guess so <laughs> I'm not, quarantine has been rough for me. I was like, I, I can't. I had to watch God's Not it Dead seems, this week. I it seems clickbaity, though. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I think like he's talking about there's some arc like I believe in evolution, but it's like I believe that we can evolve into better Christians. I'm sure so, that's like, what no, it is. That's, yeah. I I looked up the lyrics earlier. It's like evolution's a big joke. It's a big middle finger to science. So right. Okay. Yeah, it is a clickbaity title, but. It's right. not like so will I. Like so will I is actually like a hey evolution, y'all, uh, by Hillsong. <laughs> right. If anyone's wondering, yeah. so yeah. Settle up your horses. This week, as we've already said, we sat down and watched Pure Flix's response to Pulp Fiction or Crash or Magnolia. A little Magnolia vibe too. To kick off God's Not Dead, for the next, let's see how long we can go, we can only talk about things that we liked, so we can't say anything bad about the movie right out of the gate. We can only talk about things that we liked. All right, so there were a few things that I I thought were okay. I'd like to start... Okay, so first day of class, just a loaded scene, but I actually was kind of okay with the way the uh the josh um handled the confrontation from the teacher i thought it was like fairly humble he wasn't getting indignant he wasn't like your cocky bible thumper youth group kid that i'm kind of used to so like i thought it was like okay he's he's not claiming to be like a genius or anything you know he's just saying i can't do this i thought that was okay uh i thought there was uh 
the pastor that Josh was in contact with again, I don't I really know how I felt about him, but uh, the one, the one piece of advice that you could um, read on the text was don't try and be clever, which I thought was a great piece of advice um, because I think that is, ex- that is exactly like a trap. I feel like a teacher would, uh, this, this teacher specifically would try to like ensnare um, a student into like trying to be overly clever or, you know, I know, you know, trying to uh, like basically outmatch this teacher in a battle of wits that was never going to work. So I think being humble was like the only approach this kid should have. And, and I feel like maybe did take um, two anyway, two things. I'll, I'll put my hat on those two things. I cried at the conversion scene of the woman with cancer at the end of the movie. Sure. Uh, I don't think it was well done, uh, but I am moved by the idea that we're all searching for something. Right. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I hate the imagery we got in youth group of like, you all have a Jesus shaved puzzle piece missing from your heart. Like, I don't like that. Right. Uh, but it's moving to me to see someone find peace who was looking for peace. Sure, uh, particularly sure. someone who was looking for peace in places they weren't going to find it. Uh, it's it's nice to see someone get that resolution. So, uh, sure. you know, is it manipulative? Yeah. Does right. it change the fact that she has cancer? No. Uh, right. But it's nice to see, you know, that spiritual thing she'd been searching for resolved in a way. Let's just open the floodgates now because I didn't realize... You know, because I thought you guys would go for jokey stuff like, oh, I liked the the lighting oh, no, no. in this scene or that. I didn't know you were actually going to go for <laughs> one final for thing. Real. One, okay. one final okay. thing. I have a soft spot for Michael Tate's voice. I really do. Sure. Michael Tate sure. is. Sorry. You gotta boys. I, yeah. And oh. on, Michael Tate is the I have a soft spot for his voice. Obviously, the DC talk Good stuff. Not sure. the not the poppy newsboy stuff, but I have a soft spot for it. Okay, that's the last thing, though. That was my and last I, thing. I still like that song. That was on one of the first Passion albums. Yeah, like a lion. I think it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, and I like the song. Uh, I would still sing it in church if yeah. I wanted to sing it. Let, let's open up the floodgates, because Brandon, what you were talking about, kind of hit on one of my big things in the movie. And actually, I'm not even going to say one of my big things. It just touched on something. Is that Josh? Like you said, Brandon, he just says, like, you know, I I can't sign this. I'm a Christian. And that's it. You know what I mean? And I think in most situations, the professor would probably... First of all, I don't think this would happen. So, like, just throwing that out there. But I think in this scenario, if Josh... Josh isn't saying, like, I'm going to be a big problem. He's saying, I'm not comfortable signing this. But Mm -hmm. he doesn't say, like, but and so I'm not going to do this. I think most professors would be like, you know, okay, like, well, we can talk about this after class. Or, like, you know, okay, fine, whatever. I don't... But again, I don't see Josh saying I can't sign this as I can prove <laughs> the existence of God, which I mean, it's just the big lapse in logic. It's like he never said that. He just said, I don't feel comfortable signing this. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the humility they give that character too. I think I don't appreciate that they use that humility to juxtapose his, you know, Christian values with, uh, you know, the atheist professor. Right. Uh, like that, that piece of advice he received from the pastor, uh, where he says, don't try to be clever. Uh, to me, like the underlying, you know, thing in that, in that statement is smart people are smug. The truth is simple. You know, lean in with your heart, but, you know, don't try to overthink it. That's what you're going to get at college. 
right. this professor is easily the most ridiculous part of the movie, I thought. I mean, yeah. he's a he's a monster. He's a, he's a cartoon character. And I would I would this opening this opening scene in the classroom. Like, I know there are professors who probably say some pretty crazy things at, at different schools. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm saying this like this specifically. I would be shocked if this happens. And well, I think, yeah, I think my reasoning is like, what would like, what would be the point? What? Why would it matter to the teacher if, if the kid exactly if the kid believed right. in God and even if he does like just the the whole premise that there's a debate that has to happen then and he gets to address the class and i i just think it's like the most ridiculous premise ever that's yeah you can't write a paper you have to stand in front of the room yeah, and deliver yeah. right. what professor would do this that makes no right. sense and he's a monster and I mean, yeah well and i mean the other thing is like at the core i and granted i only went to community college so I, maybe i don't know how this works maybe you guys could kind of like let me know but i feel like if a teacher is making you sign god is dead on a piece of paper is that not religious discrimination that you could go to the dean and say hey i don't know if you know what's going on but well whether or not you think it is religious discrimination christians would think it was religious discrimination yeah. and that's exactly sure. what they would do and the professor would be in hot water like exactly I, you know tenured professors have a lot of leeway don't get yeah. me wrong about what sure. they're able sure. to say in a classroom but what would the purpose be of intentionally antagonizing the entire room like that's right. another thing that's strange to me because you know they say the pastor says this might be the only chance for them to hear Jesus. You know, who of those 80 students has, has ever, whatever, stepped foot in a church? And I'm thinking, statistically, most of them have probably been in a, you know, 83% of the country is, uh, professes Christianity. That's so weird to me. I think if there's one thing we know from Scripture is that God does not need us to defend him. Like, he does not need us personally you know what where does it say um like if we won't if we won't um spread god's word you know the rocks will cry out and that's that's straight from scripture right. like he doesn't need us personally so the idea that this kid has that like all that responsibility on him is also a little ridiculous i thought yeah christianity is under attack and it is up to you to defend up to it you. yeah is an offensive to me, as a believer, it's an offensive uh, yeah. line of rhetoric. Yeah. No, I I completely agree with what you guys are saying, and I you know I think another thing that I that I struggled with in the movie is are there any women in this movie? There's two women, right? To be, so right. there's the Jezebel, you know, girlfriend <laughs> whose only role is to sway the boyfriend into choosing her over God. Right. Right. And then there's the oppressed muslim girl uh you know Sorry, who there's three, has no yeah, rights because she is muslim well then there's uh, also the so, reporter character oh that's right there's right and there's, then, the reporter and there's the girlfriend there's the, professor's, there's the professor's girlfriend also right oh yeah there's true, four also there's true. the professor's girlfriend all also. abused none of none of them uh you know really have any defining uh characteristics except they're either uh you know being tempted or they're being abused <laughs> Or, or right. they're tempting, or they're abusing. Whereas, you know, then I feel like on the on the other side of that, you know, you have you have Josh who has, you know, no character development. Like Josh has no character development other than that, like he looks kind of cool. And you have the two pastor buddies who are there for comedic relief. Like you, that's that's the thing. And you have all these women in the movie who like need to be saved and need to be rescued and who are being oppressed. Like I don't know this this movie I like just found to be very um 
like, I don't know what the word is, but it really just, like, made me feel uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> well, that was one of my notes I wrote. Uh, he's wearing a Newsboys shirt, but he's cool and handsome, so it's okay. <laughs> like, it, right. it had that vibe of, like, don't worry, he's he's good right. looking. But anyway, Yeah, so I would I- agree. I I think the movie reduces the characters to props for an object yes. for object lessons. Right. It's like the the only black character is from Africa. You know, mm. the only Muslim characters are there to illustrate, you know, how harmful Islam is supposedly. The only Asian kid is from the People's Republic of China and he literally says I'm always serious in the first yeah. like every character in the movie fulfills a role so the writers can uh, you know, demonstrate the value of Christianity in some way. And the thing is, this is also maybe one of the most unfocused movies I've ever seen in my life. I was checking my watch half an hour in, and and I don't yeah. want to pile on like, oh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It isn't the worst thing I've ever seen. I've seen worse movies. No, but, but it I th- but it was really slow. It was really boring. the The pacing of the scenes was kind of all over the place. Yeah. Mm. So, the yeah. tone of every scene was all over the place. It yeah, it was the movie was just it was just a mess. It was unfocused. And I mean, like uh, again, we we talked about there's there's the subplot with the Muslim girl and, and her family. It doesn't fit in this movie. You you have the one girl who finds out she has cancer, who's like dating Superman and uh interviewing Duck Dynasty and all that stuff. Like that this is too much to put in one movie yet it doesn't feel like any of these characters get good beats or well, anything yeah convincing. that's why i compared it to magnolia in a way because it's like there's right. 50 threads but the threads are just there to illustrate a larger theme right uh you know and magnolia that's done well in this movie none of the characters are real people so it doesn't feel convincing in any way yeah um dean kane's character useless what's what's in it for me just useless character <laughs> uh, i have cancer you're ruining this beautiful moment Ooh. well and then what 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 exactly was happening when he threw the his phone in the back seat and sped off like what was happening there it just didn't See, make any I, sense i thought he was gonna hit professor radisson with his car well again because it's not a person it, the, the point is like it's to juxtapose them to the the robertson guy the duck dynasty guy it's like this is someone who likes money for for liberal stuff, whereas our kind of liking money for bigger tires on our trucks and four wheelers to get in the mud with. Yeah, which by the way, the one girl's the one girl's uh, car has a bumper sticker that says like uh, her bumper stickers are all "meat is murder" and "I were, love evolution," yeah. and and it, then she's like, "I write for the new left." I'm like, "Excuse me, what what are you?" It doing? was strange to me that it. The film tried to tie veganism with secularism or atheism with animal rights. I'm like, there might be some association there, but like, this is just flipping the bird to liberals. That's all this is. <laughs> Another thing in this movie is that the message of the movie seems to be what I, I don't know if this is a pre-existing term or something I just made up watching the movie, mic drop theology in that like... Basically, you can only really prove your point if you have a big mic drop at the end, which like the movie, it keeps trying to have those moments with those characters of like, you know, Professor Radisson asks a question he can't answer. And he's like, ooh, and, you know, at the end, he gets his big mic drop with how can you hate something? That doesn't exist, you know. So, like th- those big moments, which kind of contradict all that research and everything. But one of the most like for me 
something that changed my entire view is Reza Aslan has this quote where he says, like, I can present to you all the historical evidence, all of this and all of that. And he said, but really, what it comes down to at the end of the day, it's all a matter of faith for you. It's a matter mm-hmm. of what you believe and that how that's informed. Because then all of a sudden, like, yeah, like, I don't want to argue with you about, like, the likelihood of creation exists, like a dictionary coming out of an... It's like, that, that doesn't matter to me. It's I love God. And, you know, he feels like a beautiful, real, tangible presence. And, you know, I wish you could know that joy and love that I have. Like, I, you know, I really don't feel the need to make people feel dumb or to prove people wrong you know what i mean like and this movie seems like no you get your point across by mic drop theology and arguing yeah the the last little bit there with the professor was easily the worst part of that whole uh all those classroom scenes for me just because it was like it was like a gotcha moment he he was now trying Mm -hmm. to be too clever like it were it was all these things that it just didn't make any sense i you know i don't (laughs) I, trying to prove creation and dragging it out that way, it was, you know, silly. silly by itself. But this was like luring the professor over so you could say gotcha at the end, which to me was dumb. Disrespectful, hurtful, like, because there are a lot of people who walk away from faith after having yeah. moments of tragedy yeah. in their lives. And to me, that's so such a cruel thing to do to someone than to haha you really are a believer yeah because at that uh, point it's all about man. winning you know it's all about winning right and and i think about you know what what jesus said like love you know love your neighbor but also like you know love your enemy and do good to those who uh, persecute you you know like that that's what jesus tells us to do not to like exploit someone's personal tragedy to like proclaim the name that's i don't that was I don't know. I, I felt like you guys are putting God in such a small box where he only counts if you can use his words to hit people in the face with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I also resent the idea. I'm not an atheist, but just on behalf of atheists, <laughs> I, I resent the idea that, that many or most atheists have those beliefs because... Uh, you know, because of some sort of trauma or hurt, and they're they don't really hold those intellectual ideas. Uh, and right. I I don't like that. I think that's I think that's offensive and uh, and dismissive and two dimensional. I think people are more co- complicated than that. There are yeah, yeah. lots of compelling reasons to have doubt about theism. Uh, and there's a lot of intelligent people out there, compassionate, empathetic people who I love and respect. Who don't believe in God, and I don't think we should paint them with the brush of eh, you. You just need to be fixed. Like that's gross. Mitch, I loved you wrote down in your notes that uh, they say that no one in this town is a Christian, yet the newsboys can sell out a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, the newsboys, who by the way are not that popular anymore. Yeah. Like they're 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 fine. You know, they're doing okay. Uh, but they're doing really well in Hadley, wherever. I do love how certain shots from the concert are clearly like at just a big church. You know, it's like yeah, here's yeah. the Staples Center or whatever it's called, and then it's little shots of like, yeah, this is just a large church. <laughs> this is right. These, these kids, these kids. There's not that many people there. It's just a you know. There's a there's a couple hundred people there. Speaking of the concert. Did the, did the final scene where Kevin Sorbo dies bother you guys at all? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and, and yes, very it did. much. In two <laughs> seconds, the 
man, the the pastor from Africa has diagnosed the crushed ribs and the blood filling up in the lungs, and he's got minutes to live. Like, okay, I realize I'm I'm really. You know, you know who I'd love to hear that from instead of a missionary, a doctor. Let's get him to <laughs> Let's a get hospital. the ambulance over here. That really, yeah. really bothered me. It seemed pretty unrealistic. I, um, I don't know. And well, and it just, like it, it was, bothers me from a spiritual perspective too, because it's like sticking a gun to his head and saying "convert." Right. You know what I mean, right. I mean uh, yeah. which totally undercuts one of the few cogent points Josh makes earlier, where he says, "You know, evil exists because of God allowing free will." Well, this scene is a demonstration of one of the powerful retorts to that, which is sometimes bad things just happen. Sometimes people get hit by right. cars, you know, right. well, uh, and that isn't because of you know free will. That's that's just because of circumstance. So right. it really undercut one of the few, I don't know, good you know ideas. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners just like when they offered you uh more pretzels and water at youth group i'm about to offer you some more god's not dead and you will respond as always with a yes please or a no thank you so mitch if you'd like i could uh reach into the box here and get you a bag of pretzels would you like some um no thank you mr zach <laughs> uh, <laughs> Unfortunately for me, uh, the movie doesn't seem to take seriously any of the arguments that contradict its own, and it's not asking the audience to. Like, this is beyond preaching to the choir. This is like a pastor preaching to the mirror. Uh, So, yeah, no thank you for me. Uh, Intellectually, like, these arguments could be dismantled by, like, an atheist subreddit honestly so it embarrassed me a little bit as a believer because it made believers look you know to be blunt a little bit dumb uh which we're not there's two billion christians and there's you know several other billion uh you know muslims like it's it's an insulting thing and it doesn't represent us well so yeah no no thanks uh i don't like the victimhood stuff i don't like the us versus them rhetoric of this movie uh, I would gladly pass on that and uh, and trade it in for a juice box or something like that. Thanks, Mr. Zach. All right. Well, uh, Brandon, uh, Mitch doesn't want his pretzels. Would you like them? I'm gonna I'm gonna send those pretzels right on back to you, Zach. And and I think I think my problem here is I was watching this movie thinking there's an interesting conversation to be had somewhere, but it is buried beneath two tons of crap and when i watch a movie like you know pure flicks has released like a, a samson i think or some other things that are just not good this uh, god's not dead is actually dangerous i think and it is embarrassing to christians i feel like christians should be embarrassed of the way it makes them look in this and and it is it was just nauseating and I feel like um, if I were to try you know to find good things about this it would it would just be it would just be too convoluted to um, even bother with so I'm gonna say no thank you 
Mm. Well, I guess I'll take these pretzels and throw them directly in the trash because I'm also going to say <laughs> no thanks. Just from a pedestrian level, this film is poorly made, it's poorly written, it's poorly acted, it's poorly directed. It's just not a well-made movie. And then my my big thing is I'm a believer that God is love and I don't see that in this movie aside from maybe the scene where the newsboys pray with the reporter girl but I don't see in Josh you know that that the love of God is is calling him to to minister to people I just I don't that's the thing that's missing in this movie is that you know God is love and he loves everyone to quote a Gunger song and I think that that's what we need to be pushing more is that you know we serve a God who calls us to love a God who calls us to be servants a God who calls us to put others first and this movie instead is saying argue use mic drop theology as i've said a bunch of times argue nastily if you have to exploit people's tragedy to get what you want and i'm not on board with that i'm not cool with that and i'm just gonna say i don't want any more god's not dead and i'm not looking forward to when we do the sequels on this show so i will say no thank you but God is love, God is love, and He loves everyone. God is love, God is love, and He loves everyone. Welcome to Zach's special surprise segment, a segment filled with surprises. So, uh... You know, God's Not Dead is a bit of a spoiler. The title is a spoiler for the movie. It it buries the lead. And I was wondering if we could take three movies and give them a spoilerific title. I have a lot more than three. <laughs> I have a lot more than three. I'm just going <laughs> to well, shoot them out. Right. <laughs> well, we'll we'll go one. But I don't want you to tell. I don't want you to tell us what the movie is. Oh, so you just want okay. the spoiler title. <laughs> And then, and then I'll we'll choose try to guess some of the more obvious the ones. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> does anyone have a Does anyone have a good one that they'd like to start with? I do. Okay. The noseless guy will try to kill the child. Hmm. That's Harry Potter. That's Harry every Potter. Harry Potter except for the third one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon. Oh, he wants to eat you. It. it? No. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast? I know you. No. <laughs> uh, Winnie the Pooh and Were the Honey? Silence of the Lambs. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh. All right. Um, I, uh, here's mine. The Boat Sinks. Titanic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or any Castaway movie Ooh. like Castaway. That's, that was a plane. That was a plane. That's a plane, yeah. though. That was a plane. Silly me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mitch, you got one? Uh, all right. This one's a little trickier. Uh, the Soft Boy Chronicles, or I Hurt People, but in quirky ways. Joker? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> bit more obscure. <laughs> <laughs> I just know you're disdain for that movie. So <laughs> No, this is actually a movie I like. Oh, Brandon, oh, I thought that so that's not it. It's not Joker? No, it's not Joker. Oh, I, I thought, thought he was, was right, right too. Oh. Joker's not a the soft, soft boy. The Soft Boy Chronicles. <laughs> I don't know. 
I hurt people, but in quirky ways. I have no idea. Scott Pilgrim. Scott uh, Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uh, bad person, but I'm also Michael Sarah. So, <laughs> oh, that's fun, Brandon. All right, so I'm trying to get. I have a couple that will just get away right away. Um, so here's here's a trickier one. Someone's always watching. Um. Oceans to 11? me, no. I'm thinking Angels in the Outfield. Oh, that that that's what that would be a good that would be a good that would be a good guess, but it's not that. Who's closer? Uh, the Truman Show. No. What did you say? The Santa Claus. <laughs> no. I said Oceans Eleven. And n- n- neither <laughs> of those 11, guesses are close. No one's close yet. Ugh. Someone's always watching. Maybe it's too vague. Here it is. I'll just. Saw? I'll just. Now that's Someone's that's not a watching. that's not a There's terrible a guess, of, but it's it's not. Uh, pri- oh, um, um, paranormal activity. I'm just gonna say it. It's rear okay. window. Yeah. Uh, All right, very nice. Yeah, that's true. You that's said true. you said rear window, and I thought secret uh, window for a second, and got real bummed, and then I remembered rear window. <laughs> All right, um, my next one is Charlie Bucket is righteous. Hmm. Why does that sound familiar? Charlie Bucket. Charlie Bucket is righteous. Like far out righteous, like hang ten, or like righteous as in he obeys the commandments of, of as in he Yeshua. obeys the, the, the com- not of Yeshua, but okay. of someone else. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Isn't, Can you isn't another- Charlie Bucket like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate okay, Factory. <laughs> Charlie, I was like, Charlie Bucket sounds familiar. He gets, he gets everything at the end of the movie because he follows the rules. Uh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Up, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> All right, Mitch. I don't know. You got to give it to me. I don't no. know. Oh, I already said Wait, Willy Wonka and the it's Chocolate over. Factory is the answer. <laughs> Oh, yeah! I thought you were doing a play on that. I know it's, I know that character is uh, from. Okay, no, that was like I said, really spoilerific titles. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, this one's on the nose. Uh, it was all a dream. Used to read Word Up magazine. Sorry, I'm quoting Notorious B.I.G. It was all a dream. Was it of Oz? It was all a dream. No, was it of Oz? Next, next, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> With Nicolas Cage? Yeah, you remember that obscure Nicolas Cage Jessica uh, Biel movie? Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine uh, of the Spotless Mind. No, oh, that would have been good too. Okay, you're right. This is not as clear <laughs> as it needs to be. It was, it all, was a, all a dream. It was all North? a dream. Nope. Home on the Range? <laughs> it was all a dream. Yes, you nailed it. It was the cow movie, Home on the Range. <laughs> No, it's it's Inception. Oh, uh, good one. Uh, that's a real good spoilery title if you're going by the real ending of that movie. Right. So Brian, I have. Let me just get. Let me just get these last two out of the way. They're really easy. So, so my right, first one is not my tempo. Yes. <laughs> this and, the, <laughs> yeah, and my next one is God creates dinosaur. 
God destroys dinosaurs. Oh, yes. God creates yes, man. Jurassic Park. Man destroys God. Man destroys man God. Man creates dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur eats man. Women inherit the earth. <laughs> That's like which, my favorite which quote Which one's from that from? <laughs> That's the first one. Jurassic uh, Park. Right. That's, that's from right. dinosaur. No, no, no. dinosaur. <laughs> All right, God and here, eats man. Here is here is my final one. <clears throat> Brad Pitt isn't real. Fight Club. Uh, Fight Club. Fight, Fight Club. Club. All right, folks. So uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, Zach's special surprise segment, and also thank you for tuning in to Godfellas. In conclusion, please don't watch this movie. <laughs> Please don't, please don't uh, look at that three ninety nine rental tag on Amazon and think for four ninety nine it's only a dollar more. Why not? Because that's what I did, and now I own this movie. Unfortunately, but stay away from this movie. Go watch. I don't know anything else. <laughs> and you literally know anything of, else. Yes, but instead of watching anything else, why don't you head on over to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and go like and follow The Real Boys, and why don't you leave us a five-star rating and review over here so that we know that you like us. I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Mr. Mitchell, the magical Mr. Mitophiles. Good heavens. And I'm Mr. Brandon. Well, the adventure is over. We're all happy. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never-